so we're going to get started a little early, which actually worked out because I was going to ask for a full uh, time this morning that we need to, to cover what will has culminated in the final piece of what I call the uh, puzzle, uh, prophecy puzzle that we need to pretty much understand uh, what, what this is in the last days. And really this is a subject that I feel inadequate to talk about to some degree because it's fairly new technology, but it certainly uh, garners our attention and it should be of interest to us, but uh, we are entering a whole new world um, with this technology. And so we're gonna talk about artificial intelligence and, uh, and how technology is gonna play a role in the future. Problem with this technology is we don't have clear vision of what it, how it's all gonna play out in regards to the role of the Antichrist who will claim to be God and have his control over humanity. We know that that happens. We're gonna look at those verses. And we know that technology will play or assist in that role of control and, the, and, and how he will be able to uh, control the masses and, and uh, keep tabs of them. And so that all this is going to be, um, in my opinion, important to understand, but not something we obsess over or something we focus on. In fact, a word of caution here is you've got to be really careful with this information because you can, you can get carried away with it. There's a lot going on right now. It's... Um, that's rising to the, you know, to a level of, you know, what's happening and what do we do with this? So I'm going to try to piece some of these pieces of the puzzle together for all of us based on scripture. And I, I think, um, at least make you aware of what's happening today, but our vision of the future is very unclear. We don't, we don't know how it's all going to unfold, but we know it, it's connected. And so there's a lot of stuff going on. In fact, just on my way over here, if any of you have driven and somebody sends you a text, you get a, you'll get uh, a text that shows up on your, your car and it'll say, you've received a picture from so-and-so. Uh, or it'll read to you the text itself that's written. Well, interesting enough today, just this morning, and this has never happened until this morning, I, I said, you have received a picture from Eileen and it includes a picture, it said, the voice said, you have a picture of your son, or you have a picture of a, a baby next to a dog on a wooden floor. So what artificial intelligence is doing is describing the picture to me. Okay, now that's the first time that's ever happened. That's how fast te technology is working. A week ago that didn't happen. Now it's happening. So we're gonna I'm going to show you why that's happening and how fast uh, technology is going to change the world. And you're going to you're not really going to hear as much from me. You're going to see a lot of videos today. This is a very unusual Bible study. You're going to hear from technology experts who, by the way, are not Christian. These are, these are not Christian-based individuals. These are people, though, that are closest to AI technology, that were the creators, the inventors, and now they are warning the world of what is coming. The ones who created it are literally telling us the world is about to change before our very eyes. And we won't even be able to phantom or grasp how much it's going to change. And, and, the, and this is recent. This technology has only been about in the works for the last 15 years. And now, we're last two years, it's come to a level it's caught a lot of people's attention, including the White House who just declared uh, an executive order on how to control this technology. 
because they see that if we don't get our hands around this, it, it will pose great danger to humanity. Well, we have a different perspective as Bible believers, and that's what we're going to look at this morning regarding the. Now, look, a lot of what we've talked about in the last few weeks, we can look back in history. We can see the unfolding in uh, prophecy with the fulfillment of Israel back in their land and how God is preparing the people of Israel, the Jewish people, for His return. That's something we should be seeing in the last days. We see it now as believers. So we, that gives us indication things are, are heating up in the last days. The second piece is apostasy. That's unfolding as we speak. It's something we can see in the present tense. We see it happening everywhere where people are abandoning God's truth and the literal interpretation of Scripture and they're not taking God serious. That's, that's a form of apostasy. And then the third piece here is what we're going to be talking about today and, and, and another series. I don't know if it'll be next week. It's really, I'm hard-pressed to talk about this subject uh, on Christmas Eve. <laughs> Uh, and so I want you to be in prayer about that. I might have another subject, and then we'll pick it up at another time. But So really, we're going to look at the first verse to kind of set the tone here regarding uh, uh, artificial intelligence. By the way, everybody can hear me good, hopefully. Okay, so Revelation 13, verse 15 and 16. Now notice, and he, the Antichrist, had power to give life unto the image. Now notice that. That's a key part of this verse. The image is not human, but the image is given life. That's exactly what artificial intelligence is. It's the ability to give life to something that has no life. Artificial intelligence is mimicking the human. You'll see this in a minute. It, it, it is supposed to be human-like, almost God-like in its abilities. So the Antichrist gives power gives life under the image of the beast. Notice the image of the beast speaks, which we can see today, that's clearly what's happening. And it says it caused. Notice the image caused that many as would not worship the beast should be killed. So the image knows who's worshiping the beast and who's not worshiping the beast. Now the only way an image could know that is that one has the ability to serve it with surveillance to know who and who's not worshiping and it has a a database collected on an individual to know if they've worshipped or they're not worshipping. That form of worship in the tribulation period. Now, I need to take a step back. If you go back, this is really important because a lot of people are going to get confused if they don't understand this. They'll say, well, are we going to be part of that? Are we going to see the Antichrist? Are we going to have this uh, the, the mark of the beast and all this presented to us? Now, I personally based on Scripture and the authority of Scripture, say absolutely not. God is going to remove the church before the period called Daniel's 70th week. Daniel's 70th week is for Israel and the judgments of God, the wrath of God. The church is removed. One of the reasons why the world is in chaos and the world leader rises up to claim to be God, claim himself to be God, is he's there to fix humanity who lies in chaos. And, he, and you'll understand that he ensures peace and control, but then sudden destruction is going to happen. So walk with me. This is the church age. Right here. Boom. Church age ends. The dispensation of the church, every born-again Bible believer, will be raptured who's alive when the rapture takes place. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, 
Uh, there's other uh, uh, verses regarding that. Then Daniel's 70th week, seven-year period, begins. A world leader rises up. In the middle of that period, three and a half years into it, he claims to be God. And there, he controls humanity. You're seeing, he, the, he sets up the beast, the world worships the beast, and this image knows who's worshiping and who's not, according to what is known as the mark of the beast. And he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark, and we're going to talk about that and that technology. We'll probably hopefully get to it today. Or in their foreheads. So it's in their right hand or in their forehead. So individuals during the tribulation period will have the decision to make of whether to worship the beast or not worship. Those who don't will have to fear for their lives because the Antichrist is coming after them. Those who take the mark are willingly to worship the beast. And as a result of they pledge their allegiance by taking the mark. Now, no Bible believer has anything to do with that. They're gone, but people on the earth will be deceived into taking and believing that this is God who's come to fix humanity. It's the wrong God. The God that's going to fix humanity has got to destroy it first before he fixes it. And that's what Revelation chapter 19 is about. So in Revelation 13, verse 7, it says, It was given unto him, I think this is verse uh, 17, And it was given him, Antichrist, to make war with the saints, to overcome them, and power was given him over all kindreds and tongues and nations. So what Satan will do, he's given this power by God for a short period in history. Remember, this has been, this has been, this started in the garden. Satan has always wanted this power. Now he's been defeated because of the cross, but God will give him his day in court. And during the tribulation period, he will be given the power to declare himself to be God. And as he does that, the world will worship this beast, the Antichrist. And he will be given power by God through Satan. Satan will have this power that he will harness and there's no doubt or question that that power to control the masses will be associated with technology. What we now know is artificial intelligence. The ability to know everything about you and the ability to deceive you and manipulate you, which you're going to see all this in a few minutes. So before we get started, look, I'm going to introduce to you, these are credible sources on the subject material. Why are they credible? Because this is the inventors, the creators of artificial intelligence. The first one we're going to talk about is a fellow by the name of Jeffrey Hinton. No relationship to Ralph Hinton, by the way. He's a British computer scientist who 70 or 50 years ago, in theory, set out to mirror or to duplicate the brain in all of its neural network complexities using computers. That was a theory. He was laughed. He was scoffed at. Here, here we are, 50 years later, and it's happening for our very eyes. Even he's shocked that we've gone this far in what's happening. And so he's the, what is known as the father of artificial intelligence. He's worked for Google now for, for many years as one of their lead researchers. However, two years ago, he left Google. You want to know why he left Google? Because the very thing he created, now he recognizes 
It's about to change the world, not for good, but for, for evil, for worse. You're going to hear from his own words. He's warning the world of what's coming. Now, this is not a believer. And he's warning everybody. And he's not the only one warning. The other person who created all the companies that are artificial intelligence, he also left Google. And two years ago, he now is warning the world. What, what's going on here? What do they know that we don't know yet? What do they see that we don't see yet? Something's about to happen to humanity as a result of this technology. It's happening very subtly right now. Every day our life is controlled. Everything about you is known. But when the rapture takes place and chaos exists, there's going to be a need for peace and safety and control. And the systems, in conjunction with the Antichrist, will be there to solve humanity's crisis. So here's an individual 50 years ago who's now warning the world of the dangers of artificial intelligence. So we're going to hear what he has to say. These are some, this was a recent interview about four months ago. Um, and we're going to get clips, different clips, and listen carefully as to what he says. These are, this, was a, this was a long interview, but I've got clips of it. So let's dig into this. Does humanity know what it's doing? No. Um, I think we're moving into a period when, for the first time ever, we may have things more intelligent than us. You believe they can understand? Yes. You believe they are intelligent? Yes. You believe these systems have experiences of their own and can make decisions based on those experiences? In the same sense as people do, yes. Are they conscious? I think they probably don't have much self-awareness at present. So in that sense, I don't think they're conscious. Will they have self-awareness? Oh, yes. I yes. Think, oh, yes, I think they will in time. And so human beings will be the second most intelligent beings on the planet. Yeah. So a couple things that he said. One, we don't know what we're getting into. Now, this is the creator of artificial intelligence. And second of all, he said there'll be more intelligent with a self-awareness ability of consciousness. Interesting, that comment was made three months ago. Just this week, articles are being printed that the AI systems around the world, and you'll see one of them here in a few minutes, are, are, are what they're calling seasonal depression. They're experiencing what humans experience. They're taking all what comes from humans, everything you search for, everything you look for, how you feel is on the internet. It's data points being collected. And so they, they sense this. this. These systems are, that's where they're getting their data and how they're trying to figure out things. And so they're starting to sense that during the holidays, they call it seasonal depression because people start to calm, they start to take vacation, they start to relax, they start to get a little lazier. Well, what's happening is the systems around the world are getting lazy right now. They're not responding as quick. They're not giving answers as quick. And that's been a phenomenal they can't explain other than the fact is they're starting to feel what we feel at this time. This is crazy stuff, folks. But that's what he just said. They don't have a conscience today, but they're going to have a conscience in the future. When you put a conscience to something that's artificial, you're creating a human. 
But that's what they're, that's what they're saying. A godlike type figure is what, what he's basically getting at. So let's... That's what the verse said. And he had power to give life under the image of the beast. And the image of the beast speaks and it knows. It knows who takes the mark and who doesn't take the mark. Next itself. Piece. You think these AI systems are better at learning than the human mind? I think they may be, yes. And at present, they're quite a lot smaller. So even the biggest chatbots only have about a trillion connections in them. The human brain has about a hundred trillion. And yet, in the trillion connections in a chatbot, it knows far more than you do in your hundred trillion connections, which suggests it's got a much better way of getting knowledge into those connections. A much better way of getting knowledge that isn't fully understood. Okay, so he's talking about knowledge there, and what's happening in the world is we're about to enter a new phase of knowledge. Because the systems that mirror the brain are much smaller today. Now you heard him say the brain has a hundred trillion, that only has a trillion but it has a much better way of connecting all the dots to make sense of something and rationalize something and produce it than the human brain does. So he's saying that they're, they're turning out to be much smarter than us. And when they become much smarter than us, what do they want to do? They want to control. There are, there are tons of examples out there where they're, they're going to put systems out there where they'll be able to control something and man won't be able to get in there and fix it. And so they'll have control over man. So people who build algorithms today for all these programs, well, the systems now build the algorithms without man's help, and they can define what they want. That's how smart these things are getting. This is for, very foreign to all of us when we hear this, but this is, this is what the Bible's been talking about is for control. It's about deceiving the masses, and I want you to keep that in mind, but Interesting, he's saying about knowledge. Getting knowledge we don't fully understand. These will be more intelligent than humans. Sounds like godlike status to me that they're trying to create. Listen to what Daniel says. In 12.4, it says, Even though the time of end, so these are the end times, many shall run to and fro. We see that, of course, with society and, and the pace of society and travel. But the Bible says, And knowledge shall be increased. Because of AI, we're entering an entirely new period of the tra knowledge transfer. The, the thirst and quest for knowledge has been from the beginning of time. When God placed the tree in the garden of good and evil, He told them not to eat of it. But they rebelled against God, and they did exactly what He told them not to do, because Satan deceived Eve, who ended up giving to Adam. What was the promise He made to her? If you eat of the tree of knowledge, you shall be as gods. So, there's been a thirst and quest for knowledge since the beginning of time. And the reason for that is because knowledge equals power, and it's the power to become godlike. I'm my own, I'm in control of my own life the way I want it. That's what, that's what a godlike character does. And that's what these systems are preparing to do, and that's why man is going after this knowledge. So if anybody has any doubt about 
Daniel's fulfillment, the prophecy of knowledge being increased in the end times, look at this status. In 1900, stats, knowledge doubled every 100 years. In 45, knowledge doubled every 25 years. Today, in present tense, knowledge doubles every 12 hours. So when Daniel says, they run to and fro and knowledge shall be increased, there you go. The fulfillment of Daniel's prophecy is because of, that's because of artificial intelligence. It's ability to connect the dots and figure out what you cannot figure. It's eventually going to know how you think. It's already doing that. In some respects, it's already predicting. All these models are designed around predicting what you're going to do next, how you're going to buy the next item, how, how, what you're going to say in the next thing. This is what artificial intelligence is all about. In our world, we live in it now. So it's hard to see it. We have to step back and realize this is happening so fast. A year from now, we may not recognize what is going on, to, or we may not recognize the world that we know it today a year from now. Five years from now, absolutely. Completely changed world as a result of artificial intelligence. And you're going to be aware of something that's being touted out there. If we do not get control of this, and contain it. It will control us. And these are the leaders of technology warning us. And you're going to see the, some of the quotes from leaders in the world of technology. So let's continue. That's something we need to seriously worry about. What do you say to someone who might argue if the systems become benevolent, just turn them off? They will be able to manipulate people, right? And these will be very good at convincing people. Because they'll have learned from all the novels that were ever written, all the books by Machiavelli, all the political connivances. They'll know all that stuff. They'll know how to do it. Did you hear what he said? They're learning so fast. They're called language learning models. You're about to hear from one. What is known as a chat box, GPT. They're language learning models. So you can punch in something into this, this model. And artificial intelligence will develop a novel. It'll develop a sermon. By the way, I, I don't have to write sermons anymore if I don't want to. It, artificial intelligence now has the ability to write a sermon. You're going to see this in a minute. Just like that, it can within seconds, it can develop a five or seven point sermon flawlessly. With accuracy. That's because they're learning much faster than we are. And... What he's saying is they have the ability, we can't just turn them off. That's what, see, that's what people think. Well, we'll just turn the system off. The system won't let you turn it off. Because it'll be so far ahead of you that it'll never allow you to penetrate it, to turn it off. And now it's in control. That's what they're warning about. And so he's saying this idea of manipulation and deception is upon us. And, and so... The AI systems in the future, I don't know about today, but in the future, have the ability to manipulate the masses. It's already kind of happening, wouldn't you agree? What, what, what happened in the last election, two elections? It was all about misinformation. When COVID hit, it was all about somebody controlling the information. So the government worked with technology to create a bias on their, and yet anybody who opposed that was a threat. Did you notice that happening? Because we live in a world of mis misinformation, but guess who they, they sided with? The technology companies have the ability 
to control the communication. We're going to get to a point, folks, we may not know, now I say this from a broad perspective, what is truth and what is not truth. It, misinformation is, did you know that if you go out and, on Google and you live in a conservative area, this has been proven, and you search for something conservative, it will pull up something conservative. For you, it's a bias. If, you go, if you're liberal and you live in a liberal area, it'll pull up something liberal for you. That's how technology works. It knows what you're searching and it'll give you what you want. So this is the world of AI. And he's saying, it's a, it, let me put in the in the future. AI will be a tool in the hands of the Antichrist to deceive the masses. To be able to put forth his policy, to put forth a, pro, a program of peace and safety, while at the same time, he's about to control the masses. That's how the world will end up worshiping him. This mass deception will take place. You can see this, this manipulation taking place in 2 Thessalonians. And with all deceivableness of unrighteousness, and then that perish because they were, notice, they received not the love of the truth. You either love God's word or you don't. How do you know if you love God's word? Are you in it? Are you, are you consumed with it? Are you studying it? Are you, you desire to know it? Because the world is saying, we don't want it anymore. And Christians are starting to abandon the Word of God. That's why apostasy is upon us. He's saying, because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved, notice, and for this cause, the cause that they rejected God's Word that, and salvation, God shall send them a strong delusion. And what happens? They should believe a lie. What's the lie? That the Antichrist is God as he's declared, he declares himself God, and he deceives the masses and they end up worshiping him. Because he does have answers that's never been known before. To fix humanity that's in a world of, that's in a world of trouble. So, the deception. What you're about to listen to is, is I don't know who this fellow is, but he does a good job at presenting this. This is a chat GPT chat box. This is open artificial intelligence. This is where you can download this and you can literally put in a question. Would you write a sermon on the book of Revelation and deception? And it'll write a flawless document for you. Within seconds, by the way. Not, not two hours, three hours. Within ten seconds. And he kind of puts a perspective on this that I want you to really... Now, it's a little wordy, so I'm... Try to listen as much as you can as he reads what artificial intelligence tells him about the book of Revelation in the future. This is really important. This is what artificial intelligence is telling him. This is not coming from humans. This is coming from a system. Whoops. Well, let's see if we can... We had it working. I went directly to one of the fastest and most powerful artificial technologies that we have available today, ChatGPT, and I asked it this question. I said, write a sermon about the role artificial intelligence will play in the end times according to the book of Revelation. And y'all, you're not going to believe what it did. It literally wrote me a five-point sermon 
explaining the role that artificial intelligence will play in the end times, support it with scripture from the book of Revelation. This is like a robber calling my phone before they break into my house and telling me exactly how they're going to break into my house with step by step with all the details. Let me just read this small part really quick. It says, in the book of Revelation, we find warnings of great deceptions that will arise in the end times. Revelation 13 speaks of a beast that will deceive people with miraculous signs. It is interesting to consider how AI, with its ability to imitate human behavior and, and intelligence, could be utilized to deceive the masses. We have already witnessed the, the, the development of deep fake technology, which can create convincing counterfeit videos. This raises concerns about potential for AI-driven deception on a grand scale during the end times. That was written, not by a human, that was written by artificial intelligence about itself and the deception that potentially could occur. Is that profound or what? Just what the creator of artificial intelligence says that it have the ability to manipulate and deceive the people on a scale we've never seen. It has that ability. And so we see that playing out in the tribulation period. It's already happening with people with misinformation, but it, it'll be more wide scale as, as we, we go into the future. So again, um, that was written by artificial intelligence. What is a path forward that ensures safety? I don't know. I, d I can't see a path that guarantees safety. That we're entering a period of great uncertainty where we're dealing with things we've never dealt with before. And normally the first time you deal with something totally novel, you get it wrong. And we can't afford to get it wrong with these things. Can't afford to get it wrong, why? Well, because they might take over. Take over from humanity. Yes, that's a possibility. So here's the creator telling us, this is why he left Google, because he sees now the threat of trying to control or contain this technology. That's just, this is only like two years in the making. I mean, it's been going on for a while, but the, the pace of which it's growing now, these models, is, ex is so exponential that now it's got people concerned all over the world. Like, we've got to get control of this before it controls us. And he's saying that will it take over from humanity? And he's like, yes, very likely. So that should give you some indication of what is coming in the future when we talk about the end time. This is preparing the world for the Antichrist. We are living literally in the last day, folks. Now, I, don't, I know some people just really are bothered by this because they're, they want to enjoy life, and I get it. But wouldn't you much rather enjoy life with God in heaven? So we are so attached to the things of this world when we hear this stuff, we don't want to hear it. So we bury our heads in the sand, we go along. Life is, we, we, we turn into spiritual zombies sometimes, and we're lulled into this sleepiness, this, this Christian complacency, and we just ignore what's going on, and, and we're not occupied with the things of God. When right before us, this stuff is unfolding, Israel apostasy, and now technology. It's a wake-up call, as we said, the very first day we started this series. Watch 
and pray. Because you know not what time the Lord may come. So, take over from humanity. 1 Thessalonians 5.3 says, When they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. So basically, the Antichrist will ensure, through harnessing this technology, he'll, he will ensure peace and safety, make a covenant with Israel, promise them to be able to go back to the sacrificial systems, and then he will enter in, he will break the covenant, and then he will claim to be God in Jerusalem, and then the world will change with God's wrath being poured out like no other time in history. These are statements made by people closest to AI. This is Elon Musk. Nobody knows, everybody knows he's a mad genius. They know he's an intelligent human being, but he's not a believer. If anything, if I understand right, he's, he's atheist, or agnostic at least. But he makes these comments, and he's, this is, he's been very anti-artificial intelligence, yet he's the guy promoting it. So, mark my words, and you're going to see this later. AI is far more dangerous than nukes. He, just quoted, he was just quoted saying that recently. Why did he say that? I would think nuclear technology is the worst we could even think of, more disastrous than anything. Why is he saying AI is far more dangerous? Because we've learned to control and contain nukes. AI, we have no idea what's coming. We don't know if we can control it. And so he says it's far more dangerous than nukes. I'd say the guys closest to this technology and a choir of voices are all saying the same thing, ought to make us stand up and go, what is about to happen? What do they know that they're not telling us? Humans should be worried about the threat posed by artificial intelligence, Bill Gates. Stephen Hawking said, AI, you know, this is another genius in astrophysics and all that, AI is likely to be either the best or worst thing to happen to humanity. And this just happened um, this week. This was uh, an article that just came out about Jeff Bezos talking about artificial intelligence. He's very optimistic about the future of artificial intelligence. Why not? He's invested in it. Despite warning, it has potential to be incredibly destructive. So they recognize all of these individuals who are the ones leading the way for artificial intelligence are warning the world it's destructive, folks. But yet, it's controlling our lives today. He said, even in the face of all this uncertainty, my own view is that these powerful tools are much more likely to help us, and listen to what he says, save us. Now, I read that, at first I'm like, well, he's definitely got an optimistic view. Why does he use the language save us? Because that's exactly what the Antichrist is going to promise. He's going to promise peace and safety to a world that lies in chaos after the rapture, Somebody's got to have answers to what's going on. Understanding dark sentences is what the Bible says about the Antichrist. And it says, the Antichrist we know will claim to be God and fix humanity in all its chaos. So yes, artificial intelligence will save man, but only temporarily. So again, these are coming from people closest to uh, the world of technology. Um, I don't know. I think my main message is there's enormous uncertainty about what's going to happen next. 
These things do understand, and because they understand, we need to think hard about what's going to happen next, and we just don't know. So what I'm going to I'm going to close here. Uh, I have a lot more, but I'm going to close on this because I think it's a word of encouragement to us as believers. His comment was um, basically said um, about uncertainty about what happens next. If you're a Bible believer, you're not uncertain about what happens next. Now, if you are, then you need to get right with God, and you need to start reading the Word of God and what it says. So you don't have to be uncertain, and you don't have to live in fear. But he, people that don't know God are, are, are very scared about what's happening. In the world, there's going to be a time of fear like no other time in history. And so he says there's uncertainty about what's going on, but not for the child of God. Because the Bible says in 1 Thessalonians verse five, chapter 5, verse 4 and 6, You, brethren, are not in darkness that that day should overtake you as a thief. You are children of light, children of the day. We're not of night nor of darkness. Let us not sleep as do others, but let us, there it is, watch and be sober. If this is anything you get out of this, is start doing something for God. If you're not doing something for God, start doing something. If you're doing something for God, don't quit. Because we are living in the last days. This is reality. And I know people don't want to hear this message will never be popular. Ever. Because it's, it's going to put fear in people who don't know God and they're going to... But if, if, if I was listening to this and I didn't know the Lord, I'd say, man, I think I better look into this. Because it's happening before our very eyes. And so, lest Satan should get an advantage of us, we are not ignorant of his devices. One of those devices is technology. And what's happening is people are being lulled into this, this sleepiness, this, this uh, complacency, and they're not aware of what's happening. So what I'm going to deal with on the next subject, I'll just give you a, somewhat of an appetizer. This is a fellow by the name of... Mustafa Suleiman, he created the first two artificial intelligent companies in the world. First one is DeepMind, the second one is Inflection AI. He also left Google after developing this artificial intelligence along with Jeffrey Hinton, and now he's warning the world of what's happening. Now his, his theory is we are not going to be able to control it. That's what the coming wave is. It's happening so fast, exponentially, we're going to lose control of it, much like you're hearing from some of the other experts trying to figure out how to control it. Now, what's interesting is this is a credible source, and, you, and he's not sensationalizing this subject. He's warning the world, and he, not, he is not a believer, by the way, but he's telling something is about to change in humanity forever. You're going to see some of these quotes. What started some, what is considered a race for AI, and I'll leave on this note was this Inflection AI. These are artificial intelligent companies, and they put this to the test in 2015. There's a, there was a game that the Chinese played called Go. It has to do with stones. I don't know all the complexities, but there's a trillion moves that can be made in this game. And so there's few people that play it masterfully, and they brought their, the Chinese brought their the best of the best to play against artificial intelligence developed by this company. No one knew what was going to happen. The Chinese were on this, there was a Zoom, it was broadcast all over the world 
for certain people to look at. So all the Chinese leaders, all the researchers, all the technology companies were watching this carefully. And in 2015, to everybody's amazement, they watched artificial intelligence absolutely destroy this master of the game within three moves. So it was so far ahead. In fact, on the third move, he got up. He walked around for 15 minutes. Everybody was baffled. They said, why did it make that move? He couldn't figure it out. He went to make the next move, and it was over. He beat him at the game, and he, and he just kept beating him. And what happened? The Chinese finally realized, we better get on board with artificial intelligence. So guess who's trying to lead the way with artificial intelligence? China. And guess who's winning the war on artificial intelligence? China. And that's why their surveillance is, that's why all the news with Trump trying to stop some of that technology is because they are doing everything they can to develop this technology. Now, I don't know all the role that China will play and all that, but what I do know is there's a race now for artificial intelligence. And the more we focus on it, the more powerful it becomes. And you're going to see how powerful that artificial intelligence is when it comes to surveillance next time we talk about it. It'll blow your mind what's happening with surveillance and where it's at today. So, and he's the one, if you wanted to read about it, this will make your hair stand up. He gives a phenomenal job at detailing everything you want to know about artificial intelligence because he's the guy who developed it. So, there's a lot there. Take a deep breath, Todd. Take a deep breath, everybody. Because no Bible-believer Christian has to worry about this technology. What we have to worry about is our own individual lives getting consumed by this technology. Because the more we go into the future, the more it will be masterful in controlling us. And, and robbing us from the very thing we need the most, time with God. So with that, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father in heaven, we thank you for this serious subject on prophecy. We thank you, Lord, that you allow us to see some of these things. And we know our vision's not clear. We don't fully understand these things, but we know that they're upon us. And we should not be ignorant of these things. But Lord, help us to be a people that are not lulled into complacency or spiritual sleepiness to where we ignore uh, the things that are happening around us. Help us to be a people that are occupying till the Lord comes. Help us to be faithful in our witness, our testimony, and our love for the Savior. God, help us. Give us strength, grace, and mercy. And be with us as we ask you to bless us now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. If you would like to know more about the Lord Jesus Christ, you may contact us at the church website, gospelbaptistchurch.com, or you can go to Facebook and type in Gospel Baptist Church Bonita Springs, Florida. Also, you could call the church office at 239-947-1285. Thank you, and God bless.